Verbally Effective with Ina Esco is an interview-style podcast that intersects art, culture, politics, and entertainment with a Memphis focus. Each week, I'm joined by a featured guest with roots in Memphis. Verbally Effective delves into each guest's personal journey to uncover the incredible stories fueling their purpose the highs and lows of their pursuits, and how through their passion, they are moving the culture forward. Be sure to follow Verbally Effective and Ina Esco on Instagram. Also, download the Verbally Effective podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play Music. Don't forget to check out the website and submit to be a guest at verballyeffective.com. Hey, it's Jerrica Phillips, your communication strategist and hometown girl. I'm hanging with Ina Esco on Verbally Effective. Hey, yo, Mike, check one, two, one, two. It's DJ D Nice, and I'm rocking with Double E, Ina Esco, with the Verbally Effective podcast. Hey guys, it's your double E, Ina Esco. Welcome to the Verbally Effective Podcast powered by We Are Memphis. You know what? I need you all to subscribe right now if you're not right now to the Verbally Effective Podcast on all streaming platforms and that Ina Esco YouTube channel as well. I want to send a huge shout out to Spotlight Productions for allowing us to podcast in this beautiful space studio and also my producer, Ari the Genius. Let's get right into it because I have one of my good friends with me. I mean, we both are alum of Lamoron College. We both actually started at the same radio station over there mm-hmm. at Flynn Broadcasting Hot 107. He is an Omega man. And he's also (laughs) the producer of the Morning Hustle over there at Hot 107.1 and Midday Talent. I'm talking about the Marvin Gaye of DJs, DJ Superman. What's going on? Christopher McNeil. Yes, Miss Ina. I had to put your government out Oh, you're a hot mess. (laughs) How are you today, sir? I can't complain. I'm great. I'm glad to be here with you all. I mean, it's a beautiful Saturday morning, Labor Day weekend. I'm vibrant. You're vibrant. Full of vigor. Full of vigor. How, what you got going on this Labor Day weekend? Well, I'm actually chilling with family. Uh, my week starting off for the Southern Heritage Classic, that's going to be busy. This weekend is okay. more R&R. Gotcha. Rest and relaxation. Yes, you need it. Prepping. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I got you. Preparation leads to a good direction. That's true. That's so, true. So uh, that's my weekend, eating some ribs, maybe a steak. Are you cooking? Yes. Because I've seen you on Instagram yes, going at it. Yes, I am a cook. I am a yes. extraordinaire with that. I try to stick in my, <laughs> you know, element with that. I love yes. to cook. Yes, it I do. like it tastes good. Oh, boy. <laughs> mm, thinking about it now. Stop. You're a mess. <laughs> Superman, let's start at the beginning. What okay. part of Memphis are you from? South. South Memphis. South Memphis, baby. Born and bred, Prospect Park, uh, College of Macklemore, South Parkway, Parkway Terrace. I lived in three areas. Mm. Of, of South Memphis in my early age of life. Okay. And then, of course, moved to the Burbs. But I'm still later. connected to South Memphis. Uh, I ride through there frequently. I still have friends there, uh, family. I have never left my allegiance to South Memphis. I love that. I love it. So tell me about growing up in South Memphis, because you're just a stone's throw away from Lamorne on College. I mean, yes. you probably saw the school while you I grew, did. grew up. And My mother graduated from Lamorne. Really? I went to Lamorne. Okay. Uh, some more relatives that are Lamorne alumni. Um, growing up in South Memphis as a kid, I grew up on College of Macklemore, and Stax was down the street. Mm-hmm. 
And so I was blessed. My babysitter back in the day, uh, Margaret Ann, she used to go down there and hang out. I actually, not my recollection, you know, when you're a kid, you don't even really know you're here, but I got a chance to go down there and see uh, Isaac Hayes record. Wow. Uh, you know, just hang out down there as a kid, and it was always a fun place to be. And I have those memories fond in my mind. Uh, Lamont on being from that area, I would always be going over there sometimes with my mother because she was involved. She's an AKA mm-hmm. Alpha, excuse me, a lady of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. I didn't say how y'all do it. <laughs> um, and I would go to some events, uh, games. Uh, rest in peace, Coach Johnson. Yes. You know, he was one of the leading coaches uh, with the winning streak. That was extraordinary as a leader of that whole sports field because, you know, that's our flagship sport at Lamont. It's you don't have a football team. Right. Um, but we still do homecoming, though. Baby. <laughs> do it like we got one. And they got a band over there now. Did you see the yes. band? Yes. You know, I've been working with them. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. And so, you know, I'm like, that's a positive look. I like the growth and the direction that they're trying to go in over there. So much love to Lamont on College, mm-hmm. always. 807 Walker. Now, what was the young Superman into? Now, I know you're like a music connoisseur, like, you know, when, when I met you, mm-hmm. even back then. But what were you into? What what high school you attended? Memphis Catholic High School. How Come on, that? Memphis Catholic. Can you believe that? So mama said, I'm sending your little butt to Memphis Catholic. I'm going to tell you how that I'm gonna tell you how that happened. Okay, uh, my ninth grade, excuse me, my, yeah, my ninth grade year, I was wanting to go to Central. All my friends went to Central. I wanted to go to Central. I wanted to be in this high school club called the Gents. I wanted a, I wanted a Central girlfriend. I, it was all about Central because all my friends went there. Mm-hmm. My stepbrother went to Hamilton, okay. and Hamilton was a little loose for me. You know, you need a little bit more structure. <laughs> I, I mean, that's saying I know a lot of people went to Hamilton and are doing great. So this mm-hmm. is not a not a jab. It's just, yeah, just a little loose, he was kicking it over there. He was okay. an ambassador. And so all my friends on the street were either an ambassador or a gent. And if you were going to be in the optional program, you had to put in paperwork. Mm-hmm. Well, me messing around, didn't get the paperwork in, in on time. Mm-hmm. So my mother told me, she said, well, son, you got two choices. Mm-hmm. And she said it just like this. You can get on the cheese bus, the yellow bus, and go over the south side, or... You can go to Catholic, follow my footsteps, because my mother graduated from private school. She went to Father Bertrand. And so uh, I said, oh, Catholic. Now, Mm -hmm. this is going to really kill you. I wanted to go there because, one, it was a tradition. Mm -hmm. I was a Catholic. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing me now. Um, I said, well, if you go to Catholic, you'll still be in Midtown and Right there by Central. Right there by Central. Catholic, we got out at 250. Central got out at 3. You can. Boom, boom. You know, <laughs> skipping all the educational attributes that the school offered. I'm thinking. That was your <laughs> motivation, right? I'm there. in Midtown. But anyway, now, Catholic was a very uh, good place for me. I learned how both sides of the world run, you know, this side and that side. Mm-hmm. Did they embrace you? Oh, yes. Because mm-hmm. a lot of friends of mine, once I got there, were friends with me when I went to Father Bertrand. Because I went to Father Bertrand kindergarten through uh, third, fourth grade, if my memory um, serves me well. So we reconnected mm-hmm. 
at Catholic. Wow. Yeah, and then I met a lot of different people, different cultures, different melting pots of uh, experiences with people and how the world runs outside of your domain. Yeah, and that's and good to do. That's it, good to have At that, an early that age, faith. get that a balance. Culture. That balance. Yes. And um, I was offered that. I'm very appreciative that my mother thought big of me to say, you can do this, you can do that. Because most parents, well, you know what? You're going to go here. Because that was Southside was my school and my zone. Mm-hmm. That if I were to do that, that's where I would have been. Well, did you get that uh, central girlfriend or Mrs. Catholic girlfriend? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> A little bit of both? A little bit of both. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I see you matriculated similar to your mom to Lamorne. Was that an easy decision for you? Yes. Okay. It really was. Uh, I transferred from to Lamorne 90-91 school year. 89-90, I went to UT Martin. Okay. It was cool, but I it just it didn't fit for me. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was cool. And so when I got back here, I was like, okay, I wanted to pledge Omega, so I said I might as well do it here because I figured and thought what service would I be doing pledging at a school that I don't want to come back to, mm-hmm. you know. And so I came to LeMond, pledged in 91, mm-hmm. um, beautiful experience, mm-hmm. beautiful culture, uh, last of what you would say, the old school you know, Greek life. Yes. Because now, you know, we'll talk about that another day. Oh, that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> that's a whole nother podcast. That's a whole nother podcast. Hey, I got a good idea going on in my brain. So um, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> I'm, I'm rolling with you. Maybe you know what I'm thinking about. But mm-hmm. um, check it out. Once you graduated from Lemoyne, did you get right into radio? No. I wanted to be a lawyer. Okay, lawyer. I can see that. I did. But here's the deal. Um, I was working downtown the city and the county, I was working for the private industry council to pick. It was at the 100 North Main building. And, you know, sometimes you got to be careful for what you ask for. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, you know, back in the day, I said, I want a job where I wear a suit and tie. I want to have a briefcase. Mm-hmm. I had my own parking spot. I was working with Dr. Harrington with the Summer Youth Initiative Program. And along with PIC, we had agencies where we would place children along with the Summer Youth Initiative Program back in the day. So I would work with I was working with Girls Inc., Boys Club, and there was another one called um, AM South. That was located on Crump. And what that agency did, it allowed kids to be able to grow produce. Uh, they had a lot of land out there, Shelby Farms. I don't know if it's still going on now, but I hope so. This is like ninety seven, nineteen ninety seven, mm-hmm. and so I was working with these agencies and the youth in the inner city, mm-hmm. and I really loved that. Mm-hmm. But um, backstory: my father passed away in nineteen ninety five. He was a trustee for Tennessee State University. He graduated. Love Memphis, he, uh, Memphis uh, excuse me, Tennessee State. He was the Memphis, Tennessee State president for that club. Wow. This was back when Tennessee State was playing different schools mm-hmm. for the Southern Heritage Classic, like Grambling, uh, so Bowling Green. So that's how Southern Heritage started with different schools they were playing? Southern Heritage Classic back in the day would play different I black schools. That. Yes, like FAMU. Wow. Uh, and Fred Jones with, was over it then? Not then. Oh. This was a Tennessee State thing. He took it over in 89. Wow. 
And that's why he made it bigger than what mm-hmm. it really was. He had a dream and a vision, as you can see, mm-hmm. how that has turned out. It wasn't TSU, JSU. Yeah, that didn't yeah. start until 89. Wow. Didn't 89, 90, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. But every year in the fall, Tennessee State and Memphis will play a different school. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a football team, and I missed that. Mm-hmm. And it was real fun. It was a little diverse. I like where his where it has gone. Fred took it to the <laughs> he took Upper it way echelon. out there. Yes. Yeah, oh my gosh! Yes, but uh, that's how it used to be. Mm-hmm. And so my dad was a trustee. Anyway, long story short, he passed away in '95 leukemia. But before he passed, he bestowed to me a plethora of records. Come on, and I'm talking from R&B, blues, soul, funk, this, that, and other. You know, he would take me to jazz concerts out of town, in town, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, okay, back in the day, I was a big Rick James and Prince fan. Yes, my dad wouldn't take me to those concerts. Mm, a too my freaky. mother would take me <laughs> to see Rick Prince. My dad was like, "Man, don't wear makeup. Men don't wear heels. Oh, Men don't I wear bra- I ain't taking that. But here's the trip part. Well, my mother was uh, at Memphis State Graduate School. She was getting her master's. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll never forget this night. She said, hey, Chris is uh, going to make sure this is a – he said, I got this, but he's going to come with me to see Parliament tonight. He's oh. going to see the mothership come down yes. at the Coliseum. Now, everybody knows mm-hmm. that Parliament Funkadelic, that cast of characters – Okay. Coming out with wigs and now this that's and a that. show. That's a full production. That is a full production. Mm-hmm. I actually saw the mothership come down with George Clinton. I bet you were just enamored. I was. I got to do this. But I had to use that reference. My dad said George Clinton wore a wig. What's wrong with Prince? Mm, what did he say? George Clinton wore this. Well, back in the day, George Clinton did this. And that. He 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 said basically he had a defense for him. Mm-hmm. He's like he's putting on the show. I said what they are too. He just. No, but yeah. you know how I go. Yeah. But my dad exposed me to so much different music. I had a I have an uncle that's a jazz musician. He's a saxophonist. Wow. Uh, I had a cousin alongside with that family tree. There was a, hu- a huge collector of music. My uncle, my dad, and my cousin, they were pretty much like beatniks back in the day. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard that word? Mm-hmm. They were traveling, going to New York and Newport Jazz Festival, uh, they would go to California to different music festivals. They would see John Coltrane, Miles Davis, yes. uh, Charlie Parker, uh, all that. So that was kind of installed into me mm-hmm. at an early age. I had a a very good early start of having and building a musical ear mm-hmm. alongside what I liked. Mm-hmm. Now, what blew me away, I never get this. I went to New York for the first time in 1979. I'm eight. And this was the time when hip-hop was coming into the forefront of the Mm -hmm. musical world. And when I went up there, the most popular song at the time was uh, Rapper's Delight. Yes, I knew you was going to say that. Everybody was, I mean, every cab I got in, every car running down the street, every place you went. New York City. I'm like, okay, I bought the record, actually, up in New York. Mm -hmm. And uh, Curtis Blow was popular, uh, was that These Are The Breaks, and... No, rap was on its next pebble phase of popularity, mm-hmm. becoming a genre mm-hmm. and not just a social activity. Right. Because that's how hip-hop started. It was a social activity. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kids in the Bronx would take these old tenement buildings that didn't have any, you know, electricity, bootleg, the power, boom. Mm-hmm. 
That's how it all started. It was fun and became a business. Right. And and it was fun. And also at that same time, like during that period, a lot was going on from a societal level. Uh, Grandmaster Flash, the message. Yes. You know, you had all that going on. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, in. So when did you get your uh, first turntables and, and, and you start cutting Well, up the first yourself? ones I bought. Okay. <laughs> and I repeat that I bought. <laughs> Not gifted. Was 1995. Okay. Uh, and the first time I ever got on them, my guy DJ Spider-Man. Uh, Shout out DJ Spider-Man. He lived around the corner from me in my neighborhood. He had turntables. Okay. And I used to go over there and wear his family to death. I'm like, can I just can I just play regular? You know. Yes. And that's how that started. He was the first person that I knew that had them. Mm-hmm. And I would go over there and hang out with him. Yes. And was that your introduction into Slim Broadcasting? Uh, that, uh, Boogaloo, Just Born. Boogaloo, Just Born. Uh, Devin, he was over Devin. there. All them, you know, I got it. My, the first program director I worked with was Lee Cagle. Yes. Uh, so that's how I came into those doors. Mm-hmm. And it. And still there. 22 years as of August 12th. Wow. That says a lot, Superman. Consistency. Consistency for sure. And you know you're the saying? Marvin Gaye of DJs. Why, oh. do you, why do you coin yourself as the Marvin Gaye of DJs? What does that mean? First of all, what it means is I have a very sultry, expanded, broad, which is expanded style of how I deliver myself. I'm not always this oh, no, 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 upbeat hype guy. I can be cool and calm. Mm-hmm. I know when to turn it on and turn it off. And if you ever saw Marvin Gaye perform from his beginning in Motown in the late 50s and 60s to when he went into this solo act of the what's going on and let's get it on, he became very, we'd say, energetic, but at the same time poised. Mm-hmm. He was always poised, and I love that about him. He had a fiery attitude, mm-hmm. and then he had a subtle mode that he would be in. And that's me. Yes, you. You know, I can go up, I can be this and what. Depending you know, on what kind of mood you're in. Depends on the mood I'm in. You know what? I was listening to you just yesterday. Okay. And, you know, right now, this is Labor Day weekend. This will air in another week or so. But right now, it's mm-hmm. Labor Day weekend. And you were talking to a gentleman on air with you. And you were you were saying, uh, you know, it's Labor Day weekend, Memphis. Repeat after me. I made him say a pledge. Why did you do that? Because that I have a platform where people hear me now, I'm I'm joking. I'm fun. You got to be that. I'm not. Mm-hmm. The, I'm, no, I'm not a hip hop Brian Gumble. You know what I'm saying? I'm a guy that's going to give you different styles. But if I don't impute that on the radio, that message, I'm not going to say save the city, mm-hmm. but it touched enough people where one person or a couple of people are not going to commit some ill crime. Yes, I was very touched by it. I appreciate that. And yes. I meant what I was doing. I know you did. And it was actually spontaneous. Like, mm-hmm. that was not in the script for me that day. Mm-hmm. It just hit me. I was like, let me tell these folk this today because, mm-hmm. you know, every time you cut on the news, mm-hmm. this is going over here. The Especially policeman got Memphis, shot. Oh, my. Right? And Memphis is not the same Memphis, unfortunately, it was a year or two ago, even with all the growth and development we have going on downtown mm-hmm. and just in the city in general. It's a lot of upper mobility happening here, but that gets outshined for the crime. Yes, yes. And so if I don't say something or give some positive notion on air about it, 
then I'm really not doing my job because a DJ is more than just playing music. I got to do justice. That's my acronym for DJ. I'm doing justice deliberately. And I'm glad you did that considering the demo for Hot 107. Yes, we have an 1835 demographic. They got to hear. They need to hear. They need to hear more than just... Man, do, 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 turn up, you know. Mm-hmm. No, you need to turn down sometimes. Okay. You yeah. know, because it's just real violent and volatile. Mm-hmm. But I have a still, I still have a positive uh, love for my city because we're doing great things. But mm-hmm. you know how, to, as they say, one bad apple yeah. can gotcha. ruin what? A bunch. A bunch. Now, um, sticking to um, the genre that you're specific to at Hot 107, yes. um, you know, we um, suffered the loss of young Dolph um, mm. not too long ago. Yeah. And I'm wondering, is do you feel like there's someone that can fill that void from a business acumen? Because, you know, he was all about ownership. Community. Um, community. Mm-hmm. Um, in the community. Yes. Teaching everyone. I, I mean, I just feel like I don't see that. Um, a lot with some of the rappers that are from Memphis, but that's just my perception. Mm-hmm. But I know you're in tune to it. Mm-hmm. This is what you do every day. Yes. What are your thoughts on that? I believe that there is not just one, but I believe there are some. But with that, Ina comes grooming. Mm-hmm. With that comes the mental. And not only the mental, who you're surrounded by. You know, let's look at some people in the past that have done things in hip-hop. Uh, like Meek Mill right now, he has been on a social platform mm-hmm. about uh, judicial practices. And that's with the guidance of Hove. Right. Right. Hove did that. Yeah. If you heard that song, God yeah. did. Oh, my God. God did. But, you bumping that right now? Yeah. I love it. We're playing it on Hot 107. Okay. You know the song is eight minutes long? Yes. Right. And we're playing all eight <laughs> minutes and two seconds Y'all going to get this eight minutes. We, they going to get it. We did not cut it down, edit it or nothing. Is that good, though? But hip-hop has made a lot of contributions to society, and I believe in Memphis there are some that can do it, but like I said, it takes the heart, the mind, and the grooming. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like right now with me, I'm trying to socialize with bringing in some young guys, DJing, to fill those gaps because mm-hmm. one day I'm going to step down and pass like the baton. I like that you're doing that. I, I mean, like but that's the only way. Lift as we climb. Yeah. You know, I didn't get to where I am by mm-hmm. just – some people, I don't know, people took a chance and shared yeah. wisdom and enlightenment with me to do this. And it has helped me a whole lot. Jackson Brown, you know, he's in California mm-hmm. now. He was real patient with me and whatever like that. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate all those guys and some ladies as well that have helped me along my run in radio and broadcasting. Because it's not just DJing and music. I'm a broadcaster. Right. And like you do you. a great job. I try. Thank you. And you yeah. do too. Thank you. You know what? Another thing I love about what you guys are doing there at Hot are the ladies are there now. DJ Zella, that's DJ right. Sparkle, mm-hmm. DJ Obvious. Y'all got the women incorporated now. And that's what has to happen. You know, you have to have some softness in there. Mm-hmm. But they also are very in tune to hip hop. Oh, they could turn up like the guys. Exactly. Oh, they doing it. Because if you're going to be on a hip-hop station, you need to be hip-hop driven. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not a talk radio station, although we do talk and are informative. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to have some women in there that are also hip-hop driven, inclined, they know the culture. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate all the ladies that help out over there and work. They're a great dynamic group. I'm, I'm very blessed to have them in the circle because we need that. Mm-hmm. We really do, and we I'm glad that they are 
on our team. Definitely. Now, what you got coming up, Southern Heritage Classic Weekend? What's going okay, on? Okay, I'm glad you Cause, asked. Because okay. I know you're getting One ready thing, for it. I, yeah, let me pull this up, make sure I give all this information <laughs> right so everybody can join me. Now, check it out. Um, I cannot give this information out, but I can say that I am about to star DJing at one of these very upper, or should I say upscale D, uh, hotels downtown. Mm, not the a, one you're thinking about. Not oh, that one. I was about to say what no, I thought. No, nope, nope, nope. Not, not, that, not, one. not that one. No. Mm. A newer we'll, one? Yes. Oh. I'm going to give you that information when I'm allowed to just, you know, give it out. Okay. When this airs. It'll be out. But. Okay. It'll be in the <laughs> caption. But I got that going on, and I will be pretty much a resident DJ there and helping okay. them when they have corporate events. Ain't nothing like the good residency. Right. And I want to be somewhere, not only where I'm the first, but it also complements my class level and sophistication. I'm not in clubs really here anymore. They don't pay money. I'm not under a promoter. Mm. I'm not under any constraints where if you DJ over here, you can't do de- No, I You don't want to be either. No, I'm not doing that. Been there, there, done, done that. that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm moving forward. Yes. And I'm not, you know, hating on nobody. You run your establishment and business how you want. And, of course, you want your people with you. Like, you don't see a Dallas Cowboy playing for the New England Patriots. True. If you're on a team, you're on a team. But I am an individual freelancer. Yeah, it sounds like you're curating your own path. I have. You have mm-hmm. to. It's a, it's a part of it. You and have that's to. how you stand out. I do. <laughs> <laughs> so it also, uh, September 10th, mm-hmm. I'll be at the Hard Rock. Me and my guy, Kavanje from 88.5. Shout out, Kavanje. That's my brother from another mother. I love him to mm-hmm. death. Uh, Chub Rock. The Chubster. Oh, that's going to be classic. 90s hip-hop party at the Hard Rock. And get your tickets, everybody. Eventbrite.com. Hip-hop, Hard Rock. This get your classic tickets. weekend, right? Classic weekend, Saturday night. What What is the date on that? September 10th. September 10th. You heard it. At Hard Rock. Chub Rock. Right. You going to uh, be on the turntables? Yes, of course. He's the host. I'm the DJ. Oh, I'm coming. You can. I got you. I'll put you on my list. Yes. You ain't got to pay. I got you. Yes, that's going to be nice. It's going to be beautiful. How did I get that together? Well, we okay. We uh, well, we did something with him before, like what's this? Twenty two, about five years ago, down there. Mm-hmm. And so I was doing a hip hop thing here with some people, but I said, "Man, I want to do something where I have creative control." Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like if it's a group of people doing something, that everybody's brain or thought should be involved with the process, and not just one person making all the decisions. Mm-hmm. Then you're not working together. You working under a control freak, you know, and I'm just going to leave it at that. So Kavanja and I had already been working together on some projects. And I said, man, let's do something downtown with hip hop. There's no hip hop downtown mm-hmm. where it is, but not hip hop, hip hop with acts. True. And that's what we want to do is bring an act every now and then also stay in the culture environment where we're going to be giving back October. We're going to team up with some different agencies, whatever, for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. You know, give back. It's not about Mm -hmm. taking. We want to give back, too. I love it. And so, yeah, we're going to be once a month at the Hard Rock Cafe Mm -hmm. doing hip-hop at the Hard Rock. I love it. Once a month. Not every other week, not every week, once a month. Once a month. And the first one will be September 10th. Mm -hmm. Chub Rock will be there live. Eventbrite.com. Hard Rock. I mean, hip-hop at Hard Rock. and Get your tickets there or pay at the door. That yes. night, and um, also every other Wednesday, I do a dinner party mm. 
at the mahogany. mahogany. Yes. Where I get to really play a decent amount of music. I might play Stan Getz. I might play Nina Simone. I might play uh, what's Kenny G. You Marvin and them crates over there. I love music. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that DJs don't really understand is the music. Mm-hmm. Not just what's out in the same little five songs. Okay. Everybody can play repeat. Maze Up Before I Let Go. Who Can't Play Trigger Man. Mm-hmm. Who Can't Play Go. And, and get a crowd riled up. Mm-hmm. The true skill of a DJ is pulling music that somebody might not have heard before. Thank you. But sounds good. Mm-hmm. Everything you, it, it's, and the bad part, it's so much out here that people haven't heard. Mm-hmm. Yes, you want to play what they want. That's the job of a DJ. I don't go to people's parties when they hire me and want to give them a music class. I give them what they want. Mm-hmm. But when people hire me at a different spot, I try to expose or spoon feed them to different artists and music styles. Mm-hmm. Lounge music, you know, fusion. Mm-hmm. Just it's, it's so much out there. But most venues have the DJ shackled where all night long you're hearing the same trap music. Later hits, later hits. Turn it up. You know, know, like I was DJing at one spot. You know, you got all these different people involved. One of them wants you to turn up. One of them wants you to play calm. Mm -hmm. One of them don't know what you want you to do. Well, I (laughs) I have now banned with people that we all have the same likes and ideas for what we want to expose to our patrons. Mm-hmm. And that's where I am now in my stage of DJing like clubs. Uh. Yeah. And you know what? At a commercial level, I'm, I'm feeling like there's a lot of house music being infused with Drake, with Beyonce. Beyonce. And I've been loving houses. I, I was, know you have. And since I was a teenager, cause I got yes. godparents on the South side of Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I've always loved that genre and house kind of lost its fizz when gangster rap came in because hip-hop and house had a marriage at one point in time. Mm-hmm. Hip-hop, I mean, it was called Hip House. Mm. Uh, like a rap song would be a standard version and then they would do a house version of the song. Well, they stopped doing that. Why? Because rap went to another level. Yeah, yeah. It has definitely evolved over time. And that's another podcast. That's another podcast. You know, we can talk about that for days. But, yeah. Uh, I'm just blessed. I'm thankful that the people that hire me and trust me, or trust me rather, uh, with my skill set and professionalism to not only uphold their brand, but expand mine as well. Because, see, when you uphold somebody's brand, yours jumps too, Mm -hmm. a scale up. At least it should. If you're true partners. Right. And you know what, Superman, that's what I love about you. You have always been original, never trying to... Mm -mm. You know, duplicate something, someone else, or anything like that. It'll and, never work. And and your music is going to be different. Yes, you, like you said, you're going to expose us to something new. Right. And I've always loved that about thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I, I love it, your your whole personality. You know, I love you, brother. It was same here. Yes. You're my sister. <laughs> you are definitely there for yes. life. Yes, we've been knowing each other for a long. You time. stuck like glue. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank you for coming on the Verbally Effective I want to podcast. thank you for having me. You are indeed yes, ma'am. verbally effective. You know I that. try to. It's, it's it's a hard job. Yes, but, but it seems natural for you. I want yes. you to let the audience know how they can continue to follow your journey. Okay, uh, I'm on IG. You can follow me on IG at DJ Superman Hot 1071. And that's S-U-P-E-R-M-A-N, not S-U-P-A. Okay, you get know, them right. It's DJ Superman Hot 1071. That's my IG. Um, my other stuff is kind of like personal, but my IG, they can follow me on there. I'm always refreshing it, 
uh, what I'm doing, the station, where I'm going to be, whatever like that. And I welcome them to join me on that. And I appreciate you all for following me and rolling with me all these years okay. uh, in my career and my growth. Yeah. This was all, I couldn't do it by myself. That's there true. are no big eyes and little U's. <clears throat> and we're going to get the deets on that exclusive yeah. uh, downtown spot. I will definitely be letting you know that. Okay. You will definitely know that. You know, I'm going to be hitting you up. You like, can, come on, I'm doing the caption right now. You can, you can, it's all love. <laughs> it's all love. I just want to keep my word with people as yes. far as how to expose it because we're supposed to be kicking this off next week, but I'm not allowed to say right now. I got you. I understand. Green light. I understand how that works. Yes, ma'am. Uh, just know I truly appreciate you for coming today. Yeah, thanks for Broadway having me. The podcast, DJ Superman, uh, Christopher McNeil. Um, for those Earl. that don't know, Omega <laughs> Man, radio personality over there at Hot 107.1, morning show producer for the morning hustle, the Marvin Gaye of DJs. Let's get it on. Let's get it on. What's Thank going you guys. on? Keep getting it on. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in today to yet another episode of the Verbally Effective Podcast. Please subscribe on all streaming platforms and at Ina Esco YouTube channel as well. Verbally Effective, powered by We Are Memphis. See you guys next time.